0: Welcome to Zen Chakra. The goal of this podcast is to bring you the best tips and techniques on things like energy healing, the law of attraction, the chakras, lucid dreaming, meditation, and emotional freedom from some of the best minds in the new age sector. Join us each month as we open up the conversation and help you on your journey to enlightenment. I'm your host, Amanda, and today I have an interview set up with three 20-somethings who are currently in college to get their views on where they think our state of consciousness is today. What are their opinions on the state of our planet? Do they practice safe spirituality or religion? And do they think that there's a difference between the two? What is a common topic amongst 20-somethings today? Do they feel more open to such controversial topics such as reincarnation, astral travel, and 2012? as opposed to their parents? These are just a few of the topics we'll dive into today, and I am so excited to see what we can learn from our more unbuttoned, unjaded youth. Welcome to the show, Katie, Chance, and Jackie. One of my first questions is, is what is a common topic amongst 20-somethings
1: today? Hi, my name is Jackie. The most common topic I have coming up is my like a job. I want to pay my parents back for college, and I'm I'm a broke college student too. But the big reason is I just really want to pay my parents back. I feel horrible for them having to pay thousands and thousands of dollars every year just for me. It takes a lot. Off. It takes a lot out of a college student because there are no jobs when you come out of
2: college. Money is definitely a big topic for me too. Not necessarily worrying about loans just yet. College is a huge thing. Finals, grades, it's all very scary. But generally living in the moment. I'm
3: Chance. Mainly for me, I would say that academics in general is very important because I'm planning on going and getting my PhD and that costs a whole lot of money and really academics is a huge, important part of my life right now.
0: Okay, so it's safe to say then that the topics that are commonly on your your minds are really about academics, money, and more thinking of the moment rather than things to come or thinking about your future events, say, two to three years ahead of time or within the next 10 years. So my next question then would be, Is it common for people your age to talk about spirituality uh, or religion openly? Or is that
2: even a topic that 20-somethings talk about today? I'm Katie, by the way. I didn't introduce myself last time. Uh, Yeah, I think spirituality and religion is pretty open. While we're in college, we kind of have a time that we can think about stuff like that and not really worry about persecutions. Kind of an open time. I definitely think it is because, I mean, in college, you think about it a
1: lot and I know I do somewhat but I know in college that my that there are a bunch of groups that are always out there about religion that's that's really the big thing I always see this group and we because we believe in this God and this God and all this other stuff so it's always out there but it's not like it's a giant topic of discussion everywhere but when it is it does become whose personal opinion about certain things and my personal opinion is a, is a little bit different than most people that have a re- have religious areas in their life and spiritual I just I'm I'm different and but now that I'm in college I'm just realizing no one really cares you're old enough to make your own decisions about certain religions or
3: spiritual, whatever you want to be. For me specifically, I actually attended a uh, religious-affiliated school, specifically a Church of Christ denomination. And talking about spirituality and religion is definitely a huge part of the campus, you know, because it's a religious affiliated school, constantly, even after classes that I had that had nothing to do with religion, was we would always talk about religion regardless what was happening at the time. Talking about religion and spirituality was not something that only happened because it needed to. Uh, After class, after Bible class or something, we would talk about it it's, it was a very regular thing on campus. As much as I didn't necessarily care to talk about religion, it was definitely an important thing to realize how you felt.
0: Is there a difference between the two?
3: Um, for me, I definitely think that religion and spirituality are two very different things. Religion is more of a well-defined and set of rules and goals that you have to follow and understand, but spirituality is a whole lot more when you feel like you need to practice, you will practice whenever you want. It's whenever your mind and body feels like it's it's needed at the time, and for me, I definitely try to encompass both of them. In my personal opinion, I prefer a melding of religion and spirituality as a philosophical point.
2: Personally, I think they kind of couple each other, so to speak. I think that you can't have religion without spirituality. Spirituality to me is kind of like what it takes with religion. That's not necessarily giving my opinion on either, but I think that they are different, but they kind of go with each other. Uh,
1: For me, spirituality and religion are two different things. I think religion is like you have to, like Chance said, you have to follow certain rules or else you don't get into the so-called heaven or hell, whichever one they send you to. And spirituality is more like there's more than just that one person controlling everything. There's different people controlling everything you do. My grandmother told me that I need to believe in God or else I'm going straight to hell and will not be with my family. And I disagreed with that. I think, because I guess I'm more spiritual, that it's, that there is no, there is a heaven or hell, but be kind to me. You don't have to follow the set of rules that religion seeks out for you. You can do what you want and still get into heaven or call it anywhere. I just think that that religion is very strict and they want you on point to go somewhere. With spirituality, it's, I believe that there is someone or something or people out there that are controlling how you are or you're just controlling yourself or there isn't anybody. It's where you are in your life. What I'd
0: really like to know is what are your opinions on the current state of our planet?
3: Honestly, I'm very appalled at what what our planet is, like the state of our planet is. There's really like a small amount of moral right that's like spread out throughout all the different cultures. There's a lot of hate, just like problems going on in the world that no one seems to care about unless it affects you. And I personally find this to be a very bad problem that people have nowadays like they're so uh, protected in how they are how their lifestyle is at the moment and what they're doing that things like hurricanes or tsunamis rarely ever affect anyone because if you think about it only a few people compared to the rest of the world that actually get affected and recovery is slow moving because everyone else that it doesn't uh, help out the hurricane victims don't care enough because it's not affecting them. It's just a horrible moral state that the planet is in right
1: now. Um, My opinion of the state of our planet is I am a fault as well, but it's incredible. Like, we will come together for like two to three months if a tsunami hits somewhere outside and then after that it's like all right on to the next thing it's like we don't take the time to help and help them rebuild we we raise the money we give it to them and then we're done and you've got the celebrities and everything else it's like they want to help but only for a certain amount of time until the next big thing happens and we're supposed to be unified or of some kind and that doesn't seem to happen only when a crisis hits that we come together and we see everybody helping each other out. That's only for a little bit amount of time and then we're back to our normal routines of hating this person and hating that person or not liking that person because of the way we look or way we dress. It's amazing how much this planet has changed in history. I know we read a lot about how the settlers work together and now we come here and it's like the only time we ever work together is when something extremely bad happens that we come together. I definitely agree with both of you.
2: I'm not too happy with the state of our planet either but I'm gonna hit more or less like the parasitical side of humans. I don't like that at all but like we come here and just use up use up use up every resource that we have instead of trying to waste to find ways to fix it.
0: Well, I couldn't agree more with you guys. I, I really do believe that the current state of our planet really is in dire straits, and I'm looking forward to having youth such as yourselves to really create that change and make some differences. Do you believe that there is a reason behind such things as global warming, tsunamis, hurricanes, droughts, floods, all the things that we're
1: currently seeing on our planet? Uh, I definitely think there is because we're not taking care of our planet enough, and we think it. It's here forever, but now that we're looking at everything and all the tsunamis, the hurricanes, and especially fires, it's because we're not taking care of it. We're using it up and thinking everything's just gonna come right back to us. Which it's not. We have to change and take care of this
2: planet. This is a pretty touchy topic, because the only times I've had an opportunity to talk about it, it's been in, like, really political-driven conversations, so, like, all just really skewed. But, yeah, personally, I think it's just, we're a product of our own error. We haven't been taking care of our planet, and we're going to suffer because of that. I mean, I know that tsunamis and hurricanes and even fires they're naturally made so the planet's going to be fixing itself but the amount that we're having it's not because of this the natural habitat and like what's supposed to happen it's because we're not taking care of things we're relying on like fossil fuels when we have other resources that are much better and healthier but we're all just too lazy to do anything about it, or pay for it, for that matter.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree. Global warming and tsunamis and just all the bad natural disasters that happen on this planet are horrible enough in and of themselves to think that each one certain natural disasters may have actually been caused by people with their own certain set of philosophies. Really, it's appalling to think that someone may cause something really bad happened to a group of people. And with things like tsunamis and hurricanes, it's they're really horrible things to like witness. And honestly, natural disasters such as those, I don't think that they have a reason behind them.
0: Yeah, I have to say that I agree. I think that it is really uh, a shame the way that we are really consuming our resources. And I think it's Mother Earth's way of really retaliating and, and letting us know that... We are abusing her, and she's basically fighting back. One of my next questions is, are you, as young 20-somethings, really concerned about the prospects of 2012, and what does the prediction mean to you?
3: Personally, I think that the the notion that, like, the world is going to end in 2012 is a false one. I definitely think that the world is gonna keep spinning and spinning till we screwed up ourselves. There, Personally, even though that there's a possibility that the world may end in 2012, I still, I don't believe in this, but I still have made it a, uh, a mission to be home during the last few weeks in December of 2012 to spend it with my family just in case because I feel like even if there is like a 5 or 10% chance that this is going to happen, it's still important to like taking into account these small percentages because you never know when your time might be up.
2: I've heard quite a few theories about 2012 and what's going to happen that month and you honestly just told me a new one with the <laughs> um, this, like concept of ascension and things like that in the golden age. But... I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen, and I can't pretend to know that I have any insight that's going to really change anything, but I think something big is going to happen, not necessarily world-ending, apocalyptic kind of thing. Something major, like whether it be a natural disaster or like something as crazy as the internet crashing for a day. Something really, really big and detrimental. It's going to affect us. I agree with what Katie said. I, the I what, what everyone is saying
1: and what the movies tell you and everything else, I don't think it's going to be that bad. <laughs> I think that Ascension could happen. Now that I've listened to Amanda talk about it before this podcast started, it just was an insight that that could be it. Or like Katie said, that it could be just a natural disaster coming our way. I think the only way we're going to be gone is if, we just screw up as human beings. I think Mother Earth is gonna take care of us, but she's gonna do something to make us all realize what we have to do to keep living here.
0: It's really excellent to see your view on something as apocalyptic as uh, 2012, especially the way that the media has really spun it and movies have spun it to make it a lot more uh, treacherous and once again, putting the fear Mm in the masses to really try to control us. What are your beliefs on things like reincarnation, astral travel, ascension, guardian angels, things like that? What are what are some of your beliefs on those things? Uh,
3: personally, I definitely like the idea of reincarnation. I'm not sure if I can honestly say that I believe in it, you know, know that it is definitely real, but the idea of reincarnation and learning something that you need to learn coming back and living a life Over again with like certain changes because of what your previous life has experienced. I really like that idea and how that pertains to, like, the human uh, condition and just the emotions. It's really, it's just an interesting thought. Also, guardian angels are definitely a big, important part of my life. My mom has always taught me to believe in someone is out there looking after you. And when you title something guardian angel, it's, it's a really big title to live up to. In my personal opinion, I don't think that, you know, guardian angels, you know, they could be a pet or they could be your mom or your dad. They could be anything. But those are two things that I definitely believe in.
2: I think I'm at a point right now in my life where I'm not going to be able to differentiate between things that I want to believe and things that I actually believe. I just don't know enough just yet. But just like Chan said, I do really like the concept of reincarnation. It it, it sounds really great. (laughs) It really does. I like it. The whole learning and trying again and trying again until you can fully disconnect yourself. A monk visited our school once and he was talking about reincarnation. He gave us books about it. I like the concept of ascension too. Being able to go to a higher plane of existence and just kind of understand the universe a little bit more than we can in our current state. But again, I'm not going to be able to differentiate at my 20-something age right now what I really believe in. and what. actually true.
1: I definitely think reincarnation, like you have this life but you always wonder what it would be like to have a different one and if it does come to like right now I've got a great life with my parents and everything else but I always wonder what life would be like if I hadn't been born to this type of family and if I do get reincarnated I hope I can see the other side even though I might not remember my past life I hope to at least remember some of the things I've learned from from my life right now into the next one. Guardian angels, I do think that they're out there. I always say my grandmother, my great-grandmother is my guardian angel. I've just heard her voice so many times throughout, in my head, calling me not to do certain things and to be close to your family like she was with her, with my grandmother, that she's guiding me towards just being close and being together because that's what she's always wanted. And recently my one of my friends passed away and I always think she's there too for me. She was that, always that little voice in my head telling me to take the risks, take the chances. and I I still feel her around and I feel like she's here and she's do what you want to do don't listen to what everyone else is telling do the unnormal, not the normal
0: so I just want to back up just a little bit Uh, I really liked all of your answers and I I really enjoyed listening to some of your opinions and beliefs on things like reincarnation uh, and ascension and I, I wanted to just back up a little bit For those listeners who are not fully aware of the concept of ascension as we enter into 2012, December 21st is supposed to be this apocalyptic, if you watch the media, event and it's really not. The concept of ascension is really based on our consciousness and our state of consciousness is going to ascend. Our planet is starting to basically align with the Milky Way. And what this means is that our Mother Earth is going to start ascending into a fourth dimension out of the third. And so what that means for us is that we are going to head into the golden age of enlightenment. Our consciousness will be more aware. We will remember things such as what we've learned in previous lives. There will be a state of just unconditional love and it's really going to encompass the whole idea of the golden age. What it means is that there's going to be in this dimension no karma, no hatred, no judgment. It's going to be all love and light and it's going to be a better way for us to learn and we will have remembered the, the lessons that we've learned in previous lives, so it's easier for us to make a decision based on the knowledge that I've shared here today. Both Katie, Jackie, and Chance had not heard of this concept, so I realized that maybe some of the listeners hadn't. I just want to get a little bit of an opinion from you three as to this concept and what you think of this new definition of what 2012 could possibly be or mean for you
3: personally the idea of ascension instead of like an apocalyptic uh coming in the end of 2012 next year is it's an interesting idea to think of i'm not really sure if i could choose one way or the other if i wanted to ascend with everyone else or not because in my opinion having a perfect existence or having like a world without hate or fear or anything and like remembering all of your other reincarnations seems too much of a perfect world to me. I don't necessarily like the idea of having like a perfect existence because
0: I find it funny chance that you 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 go back to more of a a fear-based idea of of, I guess it's also the media spinning that too but as far as 2012 everything wants it to be the the media has spun it to where it's something that is very negative and it is very ap- apocalyptic whereas ascension is something to really look forward to and be excited about
3: so I would say that I'd prefer to not ascend as opposed to y'all.
0: I just have a quick question why do you feel that a world filled with these more dark forces rather than living in life? What, what at your core makes you believe that we have to have these negativities, so to speak, to not be able to live a perfect life? Like, Why do you feel that we have to have negativity to learn?
3: Because the human condition in and of itself has negative aspects to it. You may want really good things to happen to you in your life and to have a wonderful experience, but when everything works out in my opinion it doesn't match with how I perceive human condition. It doesn't really make me more open to the idea.
2: Personally, kind of branching up the question you just asked him, I think it's more like if you wouldn't have ever felt anything bad or dark, would you truly be able to feel happiness? And would you really experience it as it's meant to be felt if you've never felt hate? Would you really feel love? Because if it's all you've ever known, you might not know the difference. So if we do sin,
0: And I think that's an exceptionally good point to, to make. Our souls are highly evolved and so we have felt those things and that's why we've been here on earth is to learn those feelings we have to know what hate is and love is to be able to have a distinct difference so that we do know the difference I think it's a point in our lives where most of the souls that are currently on this planet are quite advanced and so that's why we're entering into this golden age, so to speak. So, Katie, what are your thoughts as far as the idea of it actually being something to look forward to?
2: I'm generally an optimist at heart. (laughs) I really, really, really love optimism, and if I can think everything's gonna work out and believe that, then I'm going to until shit hits the fan, so to speak. But, like, Ascension does sound great, and the idea of, as I said, hitting a higher plane of existence and knowing more and, like, all of that wrapped up into one concept sounds great, but at the same time, I'm only 19 years old, and the concept of only getting to live till 20 kind uh, of, kind of a bummer, you know. Human life is fun, even if it is filled with dark and scary things. There are great things to live through too, and I don't remember my past lives so if that's true. So as of now, all I've got is what I have. Well, not
1: knowing what it was before and kind of getting an idea of what ascension is, kind of, it's making me think right now, and so it's going to be interesting putting words. To how i feel right now thinking of ascension i think it would be wonderful i think that having a place where we don't have people fighting because of skin color race what you listen doing all that i think that's a great idea but then there's the other side of me that's like well we learn from our mistakes and we learn from the hate i'm listening to katie and chance answer this question my view on this is kind of mixed up and juggled right now we'll see how it is later on in life but right now it's kind of two sides of a coin just spinning around on the table.
0: It's funny because when I think of the whole idea of Ascension I I I do find it quite exciting but I can't help but think of the idea of Miss America and and what do you want for mankind and world peace. I mean that's what they always bring up so I can't help but giggle about that. Kind of in, uh, in along the lines of the previous question about reincarnation and, and ascension and whatnot do you feel that the way that you were brought up really affects the parameters of your own beliefs or do you practice different ideologies than what your parents gave to you?
3: Personally I think that definitely my beliefs are affected by my parents, their beliefs and their ideologies, who they are and what they've kind of molded me into has really rubbed off on me and completely believe that my beliefs have been affected by my parents in a big way.
2: I think that when I was younger, I would have answered this question and been like, yes, I take everything that my parents say for gold, and that's that. (laughs) But towards high school, I think it hit, actually, when we moved out of our home state. They put me in a different situation where I was forced to question my religious beliefs and just everything. It was completely foreign. And instead of just taking what they had to say for gold, I started thinking about it in my own way and coming to my own terms and beliefs with it. So yes, they did definitely affect my beliefs in helping me mold it there from giving me stuff to work with to having me come to my own terms.
1: I'm basically going to agree with Katie because that's how I was when I was little. I went to church. I believed that there was only one God and that was it, but then when I moved to Florida, it started changing. In Florida, everyone's very open and no one cared. And that's when I started to question, but then when I moved to Tennessee, here totally changed my view. Um, I just couldn't listen to what they were saying when I have people around me that are the opposite of what they were saying. My view you definitely changed as I grew older and I went into different situations. I am who I am right now. You never you never know what's going to happen later on. You have to figure out what you're going to be or what you believe as you get older.
0: So I guess in closing, what I would like to know is what are some of your hopes for mankind in the next say year to 10 years?
3: Uh, Personally my hopes I definitely just hope that everyone just understands a little more about the global world and how it affects not just you but everyone around. You know there's different views and everybody should respect each different type of view and I just really hope that what moral rights that each person has on this planet is more expressed in their daily life.
2: I'm gonna go back to my optimistic card again and hope that humans start learning from their mistakes. Taken history for the past ten years of my life and they always tell you that the reason you're taking this class is so you don't make the same mistakes twice. But in actuality with each new chapter, you were just seeing the same thing in a different culture at a different time. Same mistake every time. But I do hope that we learn and we stop treating our planet quite as harshly as we are, change to other like energy sources, just something. Just start learning and trying instead of living the same way selfishly ending the planet.
1: My hope for mankind in the next 10 years, like Katie and Chance said, is we learn from our stupid mistakes because I want them to question, not to just assume everything's going to be okay. I want people to question and wonder what they can do to make things better.
0: Wow. Wasn't it inspiring to hear their thoughts and opinions on where our state of consciousness is? How about where our planet is headed? I must admit, When I was 20, I can't say that I thought much further than a study group or student loans either. But if given the choice to enter into a golden age, I think it would be both exciting and terrifying. I'd like to thank Katie, Chance, and Jackie for joining us on the show today. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'd like to thank you for listening today. If you would like more information on this show or have a question or comment, please email me at zenchakras at gmail.com. You can also visit the blog at zen-chakra.blogspot.com for more information. Bye for now.